As I get dropped off by my mom while my sisters sing Taylor Swift's 15, I get out of the car to enter my first day of high school. It's a stepping stone for people. More independence, maybe your first job, first car, and even planning for what you'll do in the future. It's an exciting time, but if you're undocumented like me, it also involved a lot of uncertainty. Dulce, this time we're talking about high school. I get a feeling we both had very different high school experiences, but I can tell you one thing we both shared. We all played Taylor Swift's 15 when we got dropped off our freshman year. Do you remember that? Do you remember mine? Um, Because I wasn't there for years. I was long gone in college. Um, Yeah, I I remember yours specifically because it was the first time we did it. And uh, me and Allie thought it was so funny. Look, the peak of comedy, of course. And then again, I remember when we did it for Allie. And then by the time it got to me, I think you and Allie were both in college. So I think Allie just texted me which is, and just texted me the lyrics. I think that's what happened. Oh, yeah. So- I remember that we were both gone. What would you say, I guess before we start talking, what would you say your overall high school experience was like? You know how some people are like, oh my gosh, I loved high school. Some were like, whatever. Didn't like it. Hated high school. I was ready to leave immediately as soon as I stepped in. First day. I was like, I hate it here. This is not fun. Wait, what? You were ready to leave first day? Tell me why. It was all negative energy. No, I was just like, I know I'm going to hate this. And I was right. I, I did not like high school. And I don't like college and I didn't like, um, yeah. (laughs) Well, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think you're going to like work either. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it gets any better. So (laughs) I think I'll just have to suffer. So what are some things that you didn't like about high school? Like what were the main things you didn't like? Where do I even start? I didn't like living in a small town and being in high school. I didn't like the, the era that I went in because you experienced high school at a very different time than I did. Oh, you experienced high school. What's in your year was when Trump was elected? No, I was a sophomore the year of the election. Bless you. Bless so, your heart. Yeah, I was a sophomore. So it was really not a good time to one, be a brown person in school, two, to have any liberal tendencies. So that's one of the main reasons I hated school. Like it was just like a lot of um, negative conversations happening yeah I, I don't yeah, yeah I I feel like yeah we went in two different times not like I loved high school either but this was like pre all of that not like all of that didn't happen there's always like racism and like it's Lucian and clicks but I think it was extra it, it was ex- intensified when you yeah were and yeah I don't know I just hated it it wasn't that was not a good time what are some things that you did like about high school well yeah my friend my friend group that's literally like I, so they're the only reason, you know, I survived. And it's like, usually like, wow, you stayed friends with your high school friends. Embarrassing. But like, yeah, of course, I'm not going to make any new friends. It's so hard to make friends. It, I can't it, make friends now. <laughs> I, you're t- it doesn't get any better when you're older either. I forget that you graduated. You graduated high school what year? 2019 literally two years ago okay I forget that you literally just graduated high school because sometimes I'll talk to you and in my mind I think you graduated high school like a lot longer you think of a 30 year old woman like 300 (laughs) 300 years ago I don't know why I 
doesn't click in my mind. So that's why when I was saying like, oh, you're still friends with your high school friends. It's like, wait, that's only been two years. There's plenty of time yeah. <laughs> to not be friends with them. <laughs> yeah. When they hear this, they're going to beat me up. They're going to be like, really? After everything we've been through? <laughs> I chose a pretty good group. Like if I was going to have a friend group that I'm going to stick with, I chose a pretty good one to start. That's two. Three. It's hard to make friends. And also, the entire time I've been in college has been a pandemic. Lord, and we will actually get to talk about that in another episode, talking about being a college student, especially a first-generation college student. But we, yeah, we really had different high school experiences. I mean, I'm sure in a lot of ways similar, so we went to the same high school, everything. But we were at least both involved in, like, little clubs, because, you know, what else is there to do? We weren't into sports. We were just not competitive pe- I don't have a single competitive bone in my body I'm like you go get the ball I don't I, care <laughs> it's like athletic stuff of course I'm not competitive you know you you tap me on the shoulder and I just fall or something but like academically I was a lot more competitive there okay academically it, against, I'm a lot more competitive and yes, against no one either you know who I'm, I'm competitive against academically you and Allie I'm like yeah. well dang <laughs> I'm like, I can't make a B right now because Ceci and Allie didn't make a B until this time. Or I put those random like measurements in my mind. Once, I guess, because y'all are the younger ones, it was against me because I'm the overachiever. Nothing's funnier than Mexican parents talking about the ACT. Oh my God. Get me out of here. The the ACT drama between three sisters. (laughs) Three sisters. <laughs> um, yeah, the ACT drama. Um, where do you even begin with that? Just the there's a lot of competitive energy that went to into report cards, into ACT grades, into just final grades in general and GPAs. Uh, how you ranked at school? There's a lot of drama. <laughs> That's true. It's like, oh well, this one made this because I was the oldest, and I am the most overachiever. It was always. Are you the most you know, overachiever academically? What you think you are? Wait, are we competing? <laughs> because academically, if we're going to put up the numbers, uh, I think I got you beat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to say, you beat me. You beat me. <laughs> Allie's not even in the ring. <laughs> yeah, Allie's not in the ring. You did beat me. ACT scores, GPA, overall intelligence. I will say you did beat me. But I, you have a hot. You actually have an actual um, skill, which is drawing and painting. I have nothing besides. I don't know. I don't but, know. What but you have is, so you yeah. have you have things that are actually like important though, like social skills, not anxiety, not depression. So yeah, who really won. <laughs> Well, none of us, because we both. (laughs) It's it's also a stressful time because, you know, it's things like ACT and all of that. And then we also had a very different experience because at that time, DACA was not a thing. So I didn't get DACA until the last, uh, and I'll talk about DACA in our other episode, but I didn't talk about, I didn't get DACA until literally like the last week of high school and that's that, when I finally got to drive is, honestly that is my most vivid memory maybe of all time maybe like out of every memory I've ever experienced in my entire life and I've experienced some good ones <laughs> I think that's the most vivid one because we were in your little red jeep liberty obviously you didn't have official parking spots so you had a park. the hot tamale I really miss her 
Is that what no, you called it? Really did a you number literally just named that. There's no way you called it that. I just named yeah. her. She was just my red jeep and she could do no wrong. And I really didn't treat her the way she should no. have been. Anyways, I remember you driving to the back because you didn't have an official parking spot because it was literally the last week of school. And then I remember like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's driving us to school. This is all I've ever wanted to be driven to school. I finally get to drive to school because I finally have a license because I could finally get one because of that. Honestly, and it, it was just the last That week. was your coming of age story. I kid you not. <laughs> like like if they're going to, yeah, if they're going to make an A24 movie about your life, that's it. It's just about that one week you drove to school. <laughs> but you, you were able to drive right when you had to drive and you got your, you're actually the only one. I believe, I don't know if Allie, you might have been the only one out of us three who got a work, um, a driver's permit when you're actually supposed to get a driver's permit at 15. Yeah, but should I have been able to drive is the, is the real statement there. Should you still drive now? No, yeah, uh, excellent question. The answer is no, uh, absolutely not. Take a uh, department, what are they called? The department of... Uh, Motor vehicles. Home. Yeah, Department of Motor Vehicles. You're gonna say Department of Homeland Security. I was gonna say Homeland Security. Se- yeah, I was gonna say Homeland Security because I was thinking, oh right, DACA, fingerprints, homeland security license. Like I, I've got the process in my brain. So Department of Motor Vehicles, Department of Homeland Security, whoever you are, take away my license. Honestly, I don't deserve it. <laughs> that last week was my one time driving constantly and then that fall I had to drive two hours to college and whenever I came back to home I had to do that so I had to learn yeah I I probably couldn't even make that drive now and I've been driving for how long exactly yeah now I'll drive anywhere I don't care and now that I can parallel park life has really opened up (laughs) you're unstoppable (laughs) I'm unstoppable now I can parallel park anything is possible and I would say another thing that we really had a different experience was you know planning for college everyone in high school you're planning for college or planning of what's next and when you're undocumented you have no idea what to do and I just couldn't imagine how I would have been if I didn't have DACA because it came at the right moment not like I got in-state tuition I at least knew that if I went to college I could work and I could drive there. And that's just one less thing that I could stress about. But it was a really stressful time for me because A, I was the oldest one and I was the first one to like attempt to navigate college and applying for it, which is super hard. The guidance counselors or the counselors don't know how to help you because you're like, they're like, I don't know what to tell you. At the same time, I was applying to colleges and looking for colleges. I was applying to DACA. So it was not a fun time, but you had it. A little easier with college. Yeah. I did go through a similar scare, though, because junior year, which, yeah, junior year, is when they were trying to take DACA away. And for a minute, it seemed like it was going to happen. So for a minute, I got real scared. I was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) I don't know what to do. All of my school stressors were political stressors. Absolutely. You know what? That's one thing that I think we need to touch base on. In high school, you already have so many other stressors. Relationships. You have issues with friends. (laughs) You have issues with academics. You're trying to figure out your identity. You're like trying to become more independent. And God knows that's hard when you're 
you know, I have a Mexican mom, <laughs> dad, whatever. But mom is like, you need to get here. Okay, at yeah, we had different lives. <laughs> you had different lives. By the time it got to you, mom didn't care. She was used to it. Junior or senior year, I literally got home at like 2 a.m. And uh, uh, nobody batted an eye. And they're like, okay, I hope you had fun. Because I would go to the movies and it would be 7 p.m. Even though Tori would be back by 10. And she'd be like, what time are you coming back? Also different people. And then me, like, you know where I am. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, where am I supposed to go? If I tell you I'm at, you know, one of my friend's house, I'm there. <laughs> I guess I would. it would have been nice to get a little more independence in high school. But at the same time, it's like I couldn't drive. So I couldn't go yeah. anywhere. So I had to rely on friends. Yeah, it, you know, there's all those stressors. And what do I do after high school? Like a lot of kids give up or a lot of kids don't want to do anything, especially back when DACA wasn't a thing or you go from almost feeling protected while you're in yeah. school to now you're an adult and now you're a burden and now you're now we don't care about you and now you're a threat. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. It's it's a weird time. Going to high school to a very small high school, there's also not like a lot of options between friends. So it was like you either hung out with whoever you kind of click with or really I'm going to say Mexican because that was the biggest chunk back then. I'm sure not as much now, but you hung out with the Mexican crew and it's like, okay, well, I didn't fit in. With yeah, Mexican the Mexican crew. crew. Kind of really didn't fit in with my no, crew either. Yeah, you did. Yours was a weird friend group. Yours, yours group, friend group was definitely um, circumstantial. One, the Mexican crew did not like me. The Mexican crew never liked me. Why? Two, I don't know. I, I literally don't know. Between two cultures. <laughs> okay. It's always that thing. Okay, get it's out of here, that. Selena movie. Get out of here. <laughs> Sessie, have I ever told you what my favorite episode of Glee is? No, you have never told me. Tell me, what is your favorite episode of Glee? My favorite episode is the one where Rachel Berry sings My Headband. Funny that you mention headbands. You know, our Etsy shop is open now. You can find us as M-E-N-O-S-M-A-L-M-A-R-K-E-T. That's Menos Mal Market with no space in between. There, you can find one-of-a-kind Latina-made handmade items from upcycled material we have really cute throw pillows hand-painted totes and yes even headbands use code wicked us to get 10 percent off of your 30 dollars purchase how do i describe it we were i definitely was whitewashed yeah. as you would say but at the same time that's what i grew up yeah. with and when you're trying so hard to like be in it you know because that's what you're in you're like I've been here since I was seven. Like, obviously, I'm going to act a certain way. Um, and but you then know what? Like, Hold on know, a second. That maybe Hold on a second. Teenagers. Hold on a second. I got a bone to pick. <laughs> because you said, like, <laughs> oh, people who came as teenagers. No, I was basically one of the few undocumented Mexicans. All the Mexicans, most of them, were born here. And then I was part of, like, a few that, you know, weren't. But for some reason, I, I truly, Selena movie, I truly was not Mexican enough. But I can't blame them. I was listening to Vampire Weekend. I was going to say, you were going listening yeah. to Declan McKinnon and Vampire Weekend. And and, so I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, I probably, looking back now, I should have relied on my Mexican crew a little more. Just because I feel like it might have given me a little better identity. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, those. there's those clicks. You kind of just like, okay, you're not 
enough for this one or this one. So it's, I will say, I don't. Wait, wait hold on a second. I, did, did your friend click or group or whatever have a, a title? Like, you know how in like the movies you're like uh, the cool ones or the nerdy ones or the something? It was just like a mix of, the, I guess, the most random people. And I think it was very situational just because it was just like this mix. So I, I think we might have been the most diverse group there, which um, doesn't say a lot because it wasn't that diverse there. But we, we didn't have it. Did you have a name for your clique? I, no. Oh, no. But I was just like in terms of like teen shows, you know. We would be the one that welcomed the new kid, maybe. Yeah, we were that too. If there, You know, we tried to. I don't know. I feel like we, as a friend group, we were pretty controversial. Especially, I think, in a small town, just, like, leaning, you know, a little, like, more liberal, I guess. And just, like, the way y'all are, like, you don't care. I can see how it can become. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we were slightly controversial. But I, there's weird ones. We were controversial. But then there's also people like, y'all don't talk <laughs> so I don't know where that came from I do sometimes wish like oh maybe if I would have gone to bigger high school there would have been more opportunities though it was an okay experience I almost feel like I was not lived I didn't live my fullest high school potential because I didn't have there were no opportunities to really grow into hobbies and stuff yeah no I get that I will say when I graduated high school, it was like, okay, I, I'm ready to go. Like doing something different and being with different people was good for me. So you know what kind of really hurts my heart? What? Um, about a month ago, I started to think when I graduated high school and realized that I'm what, like two years from my 10-year reunion. Ew. And you know why? I feel me? like it should have been my 10 year reunion. I've been through so much in the past two years. <laughs> I went through lie. a pandemic. I feel, I feel like it should be your 10 year reunion. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I graduated 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm not going to go to mine. Honestly, I just feel kind of out of place going. And I'm not even going to ask you because I'm sure by the time it's yours, you're not going to go. My plan to escape is, uh, you know, it's being set into stone. The plan is to escape the state and just never come back. So I get it. I get it. I don't blame you in a lot of ways. But yeah, high school, it's a tough time for people. And I'm glad that now, you know, from me to you, which we're only six years apart, at, at you at least, though you had, a, I think, a tough high school experience just because of the political climate, it at least in some ways got better just because of the things that you were able to be part of or take part of. Um, but also just because you were able to actually work and get your permit and all of that. So I could only hope it keeps getting better for kids. But man, let me tell you, there's nothing more stressful than having the stress of being a teenager. Uh, and then the stress of whatever politics are being played around, you know, in your life. It's no fun. Yeah, I still feel that way. Because politics are still happening and I'm still in school. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, what? I thought this was supposed to end. I think some kids, you know, can really, I don't know, that time can be really, a lot of people can get anxiety and depression and all of that. And some kids, if they don't have the support system or if they don't realize like, oh, there are people like me too, they're going through the same thing. So you can really have some like major mental health issues because it can be a lot. You think that it's never ending. And to be honest, sometimes it's never ending. There's something always happening, but you at least have coping skills to make it through. But man, high school is one of those times where it's like, 
if someone is bullying you or hating you, you're with them for four years and it's been, you know, it's just, you can't escape it sometimes. It's hard. No, you can't escape. And it's like, well, if you go to a small school, that's even worse because it's like, what, there's three classes? You got to see them in all. For those in high school, though, I doubt anyone in high school listens to us. And if you do, thanks for listening. Stay in school. Don't take advice from us. We, I mean, well, maybe see, but I literally just got out. I don't know what I'm doing. Don't take my advice. Yeah, I would say if you're in sky, in high school, I don't say sky high. <laughs> if you, oh my God, wait a second. If you're in sky high, please contact me immediately. Immediately contact me. I need to get in touch with Nicholas Braun immediately. If you know who he is, then yeah. If you're in high school, I hope you're able to make it through. Hang on. You know, people say it gets better and sometimes it does and sometimes it gets worse. And as long as I think you get the help that you need with whatever, you know, is going on, realize that that's not always going to, that's not going to be the worst part of your life, but it's not going to be the best part of your life either. There's going to be a lot of other great things that are happening. High school is hard. Adulthood is hard too. So you just kind of have to find a support system, be sure of yourself and know that you're able to make it through with whatever happens, whether as a high schooler or adult life. But let me tell you, I like being an adult so much better than being a teenager. Uh, I, I'm just 20 now. <laughs> uh, so I was literally just a teenager maybe six <laughs> months ago. <laughs> so I can't tell you if it gets better or not. So far, not great. <laughs> Not a great time, <laughs> but being a teenager wasn't great either. So let's hope uh, when I'm 40, retired, living in a tiny village in Italy, it goes great. Don't say it's been fun talking to you about high school. There is at least one thing that never changes, and that is Taylor Swift getting us through life. She got us through with her debut album. You know, we would be putting it in the old computer. Like, that's a very vivid memory. And then obviously us playing 15 as a freshman you know all three of us and now as she re-releases fearless and i get to experience all of that once again and red which is coming out in november so find your artist and hold on because it might be the only thing <laughs> that may be stable but you can make it through and as t swift said i had a wonderful time ruining everything long story short it was a bad time that's the one <laughs> All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed listening to us. As always, it's been fun talking about our experiences, but we want to hear from you. What was your high school experience like? Make sure to leave us a review and stay tuned for the next episode. Dun, 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 dun. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it and leave us a review. If you have a story you would like to share regarding today's episode, email your story at menosmal.goodness at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on an episode. To hear more from us, head to our blog at www.menos-mal.com. This episode was written and edited by your hosts, Dulce Maciel and Cecilia Maciel Martinez. The theme music for this podcast is by Mario Martinez. This has been a Menos Mal podcast.